Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. <laughs> Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. All aboard! <laughs> You're on the crazy train. With the Midwestern Shooter Supplies, Cutting Edge Outdoors. Good morning, folks. We here at the Midwestern Shooter Supplies, Cutting Edge Outdoors, want to wish all those fathers out there a happy Father's Day. I, my son, my my oldest son is going to come over and grill some brats for me. And I always enjoy that when somebody else cooks instead of me. Anyway, we come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We are live. We are unrehearsed. You never know what's going to happen. But if you want to get involved in the conversations, just give us a call at 414-799-1250. That's 799-1250. He's Danny Bush. I'm Tommy the True Neubauer. And Christian Jaskulski is on the boards. He is our producer as usual and uh so anyway danny's out i don't know if he's, he's getting a coffee uh, going in the bathroom doing whatever walking around the studio seeing what kind of pictures he can steal off the walls <laughs> going on a hike you, you know probably, he's he's probably can hear us here yeah, in a second yeah on, you know it, on the radio outside the door there there, there are nice uh Photo, you know, oh, they're photographs beautiful, beautiful and, and, they're, and they're all uh signed you know yep. by all these recording artists and yep. that we should take some of those home and put them on ebay well and we get caught on the camera. In fact, so, in our bro. in our lovely studio here, we got Gary Ellerson yeah. hanging up right over yeah. there. My favorite though is got to be Bill Schmidt when he was uh, <laughs> when he was interviewing the yep. Bucks and he was going behind the camera when ESPN and and, and ad- fixing his furniture, adjusting the furniture. Yeah, adjusting yeah. The oh furniture. <laughs> lord, and they got a photo of that. <laughs> Adjusting the furniture. But I tell yes, you what, he's you been know. he's been doing a great job over here, and he's a great person to learn from. Oh, Bill, uh, in the in the as a producer. Yeah, Bill Bill's a good guy. He he was our producer for uh, for a while, for quite a while. Yep. And we, we've had a number, you know, of them come through. Our very first producer was Rami Makloff, though. Really? Yeah, he was our very first one. Yeah. Wow. That's when R- Rami weighed like three hundred pounds, and now he's lean, mean fighting machine. Rami you know? was the one that was stuck with us, basically. In the beginning, there yeah. There weren't a whole he, lot he of drew, people that worked here. He drew here. the short straw. It was Rami and Sparky, <laughs> and then Sparky and Rami, I think. And they were the ones running, uh, a, you know, I think it was a two-person station at the time. Yeah. And they'd have to do rock, paper, scissors over who had was stuck with well, us. Sparky, he ran this place, basically. He did everything here. I mean, everything. He knows everything about this place, how to do everything. I mean, he is. He's... He's the guy. Now he's all domesticated and yeah. stuff. <laughs> all so, domesticated. He's happily domesticated. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you know, the muskies are starting to bite on Pewaukee Lake and other area lakes now. Uh, you know, for the first uh, 
what was it, first uh, month of the season or so, six weeks of the uh, first, well, maybe five weeks of the season. Uh, musky, catch, musky fishing is always good, but musky catching wasn't so good. Now they're yeah, starting May, to bite. There's, they're, guys are catching fish now. May really sucked. Yeah, um, it did. And but, so I've been out there a couple times this week, and I've been getting, been getting good action. Yeah. And uh, tell you a funny story. I'm out with a couple guys from Chicago. Yeah. On Tuesday, I think it was, and one of the guys goes, "Oh, the one guy actually lives in Pewaukee. The other guy's from, no, no, they what? I'm getting my weeks Whatever. mixed up. Two guys. Now one guy from Oshkosh, one from here." And the one from here doesn't really fish Pewaukee, but he goes when his buddy from Oshkosh comes down. And his buddy from Oshkosh got a 46-incher with me last year. Okay. Uh, our first trip out in June. So anyway, we're fishing about an hour, and all of a sudden he goes, there's one. And I look, and his lure's out of the water. Oh, no. Rod's in his hand. Muskie's laying on top of the water, and he's pointing at it. <laughs> right by the boat. Right by the boat. <laughs> no figure eight. All I could and do. I suppose you told them all about figure eight. You know eights. what? I've gotten a little bit lax on a figure eight. I normally uh, let them get used to casting for a while, yeah. and it's you know, no matter you're never going to be able to teach somebody how to do a good figure eight. As I've come to well, the conclusion, so now I tell them try and do at least a big wide circle around yeah, and see yeah. if you see a be, be watching, and then do another one or go yeah. into the second part of an eight if you see one. I've I've kind of come to the conclusion that. It, it's really tough to, you know, but after I, that, he did, he, he did later on, he did half a figure eight, but he brought the, we pulled up to a spot. I said, okay, fire cast out that way. Count to five and start winding. I'm busy getting the trolling motor down or whatever. And all of a sudden I hear him go, dang. <laughs> so instead of saying there's when it was dang this yeah, time. Yeah. So. I didn't see the fish, but I bet evidently it was a good fish. And uh, anyway, what happened was he'd wound up and he I, he said he did a just did a partial partial yeah. pulled the bait out of the water. There it is. Oh. So I'm sure had he gone into a second yeah. turn, he might have sealed well, the deal. You, you know what I you know what I find it is when you when you have a new musky angler out, you know somebody who hasn't done it before. And then you, you you explain about the figure eight. Now, if you see a fish, this is what you do. You know, you explain it all. When they see that fish, they forgot everything you said. <laughs> they they don't. Oftentimes, they, don't, they, they quit yeah, winding and they go. They, they get excited. I've had, you know? them, I've had them whisper yeah. and go, "There's one." Like deer hunting, right? <laughs> yeah. So, <There's> one. <laughs> so, but I'm not like my buddy's good friend Steve Milliet. He used to get. I remember him one time coming off the water and he's just shaking his head because he's all upset that the clients weren't catching the fish on the figure eight mm -hmm. and they were messing up, not catching the fish. My attitude is, is, oh yeah, we get the fish in the boat. Great. If we don't, you know what? It's a good time. They're always excited seeing the fish. As long as I can put people on the fish and we can have a good time out there. Hey, it's about the experience. Yeah, it's, it's great it, to yeah, hook them yeah, too, yeah. but I don't it's make wonderful. it all. I don't take it. It's wonderful. You don't take it all personal. Mm -hmm. He'd get actually angry and take it personal that they messed up yeah. at that opportunity at a muskie. The other guy who would take it real personal too and get really fired up at his clients was uh, Danny, uh, the guy who owns uh, Andy Meyer's Lodge. Oh, uh, I can't think of his name. Dan. His first name's Dan, I think. Wasn't Andy? What didn't Andy Myers own Andy Myers? Like, no, oh, well now wasn't it Steve Herbeck? St that's it, Steve Herbeck. Yeah, Steve Herbeck would. He'd make people cry. 
I mean, yeah, see, you're not you, supposed you're to be not out there. To be They're not people. out there to have a bad time. Right. Hey, if you want to have a bad time and get berated, go to work each day. Yeah. You get enough of that crap there. <laughs> yeah. When you go out day on the water and you pay a guy to take you out, yeah. you're there to relax. Yeah, you you're don't, going to you Disneyland. It's a day ho- for fun. Yeah, you don't want the guide hollering at you if you didn't no. do your figure so eight. I, you know? I, just, <laughs> I just chuckle, and I did tell the guy, I, I ch- laughed. I said, I said, okay. I said, next time catch him, don't point at him. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he took it. He was a good sport. And uh, and we just kind of chuckled about it. So yeah, Fisher moving on. Nick, one of the technicians out there at Smokey's Musky mm-hmm. Shop Bar and Casino, mm-hmm. uh, wanted to uh, brag a little bit about, he took a guy out who was part of the Musky Club the other day, and I can't remember the name I was supposed to say, but he got a, his first 40-inch plus, you got a 41-inch muskie, and okay. the guy was the happiest guy in the whole mm-hmm. USA. Now, let me ask you this. Uh, Nick got a 46 himself. Oh, he did? Yeah. This week. Ooh. Yeah, I think it was this week. And then I got a oh. text from an unknown disc jockey. Uh, you ever get text messages? Well, you don't read text don't messages. I don't read them at See, all, here's, no. here's my problem. I get text messages. Jazz, you, you, you're part of the 20th century here. Okay, what's Joe up? Joe is. He text messages. Tom, you got to start text messaging. I don't. You, you so do. God don't bless it's stubborn. If somebody wants to talk to My me, call God. me. If you want to tell surprised. me something, call me. What kind of phone do you have? Just call me. A flip phone. Okay, that's your problem. I can no, I can receive text messages on it. I know, it. but I, I, but as far as texting on that thing, you're, oh you're no, gonna, I know it's terrible. I can't no, no, adapt no, I ain't it. gonna do it because I'm a multi-talented yeah. guy. But it took a lot no. of practice. But no, I, I, I ain't, I ain't gonna do it. But you get a text and you don't know who it's from. You ever have that jazz? Oh, all the time. And and I I I, I hate that. I hate that. Do they? Am I a mind reader and I automatically recognize that you know. You know, unless it was my old girlfriend Josephine Fernandez, whose number I memorized forever. So okay, because so, she was so, so hot. Yeah. I don't remember any other numbers so, other than ours seven nine yeah. nine twelve fifty. Right. Um. But yeah. So sign your name on a text. So I did get an one of the a text from a number that it's. Not, I guess if you put it in contacts in your phone, yeah. with the name, yep. then it comes up. Yep. Exactly. So it's probably so my fault because I didn't put contacts. No. But I, necessarily okay that's good good i like being absolved of all blame so i got a text from someone that said they got a there was a 49 and a quarter inch caught in, oh, yeah. in this past week and yeah. a 46 there's a number of was. nice fish being caught so now. yeah well the water's warmed up yeah. we finally got some decent yeah. weather those fish had to turn on yeah. but that on again cold again on yeah. again cold again where yeah. water temps all of a sudden going down to low 60s yeah. or whatever yeah, you know, yes- it puts puts the fish in a funk, I think. Yesterday, late afternoon, it was uh, 74. So it was, you know, very nice temperature. But, you know, the funny thing, you know, what was weird was uh, we we didn't catch, normally we catch a few pike in these areas that yeah. we fish. We no, no pike. In, 72.8 was the out of Pewaukee. Pewaukee temperature. Speaking of pike, Joe here likes pike. He said that's his oh, favorite yeah. fish to eat. So yeah. he's a lot smarter than he looks. Yeah. He really <laughs> likes he likes <laughs> he likes Pike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. You you wouldn't think he'd Yeah. No, so Joe, good. we gotta get you pike fishing <clears throat> sometime. How about uh this when you come back from UW Lacrosse, uh after you stress out taking all your first semester exams. Yeah, he thought he thought pressure was in high school. Yeah, you you got waiting for you, buddy. Yeah, um, then you can come. We'll go ice fishing on Pewaukee Lake for pike. 
And I'll, if I catch one over 32 inches, I'll fillet it up for you. Yeah. we're gonna. With, that's what we're going to do, by God. With or without bones. I'll so. do it boneless fillets. Because <laughs> I'm an expert yeah. at filleting pike. Yeah, I'll tell you, years ago, there was Not a guy. Quite an expert. There was a guy. You can still find it on YouTube. It's called Unzipping Your Fish. And it was a, a pike filleting method that is, I mean, there's a lot, there's a, a couple of good ones out there, but this was, without a doubt, the best way to get all the meat possible. And you didn't start from the back. You started from the belly area. And the way he did, yeah, th- this guy, uh, Pete, I can't remember his last name. He he learned how to do it when uh, he, he grew up in Illinois. He, his dad owned some grocery stores, and he was in the seafood and meat department. And the, he got he got so good at it, he did a video. He would sell these videos on how to do it. He used to be at the sports show all the time years ago. Really? And he could fillet a northern pike. And, folks, what I'm holding up now is a Start ball. Start stopwatch. I'm holding Ready, no. I'm set, holding up go. a. I'm holding up a ballpoint pen. He would fillet a pike with a ballpoint pen. I mean, it. it, it what this guy could do is unbelievable. Yeah, it was. It was. But if you look it up on YouTube, unzipping your fish, filleting northern pike. It. But try to remember it. Just like my yeah. old Indian guide Toma from Canada, he could do it with a ballpoint pen. Yeah. But, Amazing. Uh, I would. I wouldn't recommend that, folks. I'd use a knife if I were you. <laughs> a sharp knife. That's another thing. When you're flaying fish, you that knife better be sharp because if it's a dull knife and you start pressing too hard, it can slip because fish are slippery and it, that knife could slip and cut you. So always make sure that knife. That's is... another horror story. Oh, because I've yeah, cut that's... my fingers oh. and you get though they're they're so razor sharp that you oh. get those cuts that don't quit bleeding and they don't and On... it takes a long time to yes. heal. Ooh, I hate that. It's like a deep paper cut. It's a deep paper cut, yeah. and as soon as I do it, I'm like, oh no. Here comes the blood. Yeah. How long do I have to get to the kitchen sink? And then wrap that paper toweling around oh. my thumb or forefinger as hard as yeah. I can and not look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's all right. A, that's well, a problem. That, but though, anyway. I guess all right. we got to go to break. Yeah, we're going to go to a break, folks. We'll be right back. If you want to get in touch with- 799-1250. Tex in the Big Rig is going to give us a call. Good. So, Tex, give us a call because he called when we were hornswoggling oh, before. Oh, okay. And also, our my computer's up again, so you can email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. That's if you don't want to be talk to us on the air, if you're a little nervous about that. Kind of if you're shy that. and yeah, stuff like shy, that. Yeah. You can't text because right. Tom won't read his text. Yeah, I won't read it. If you want to talk to me, email. If you talk to me call out. me. <laughs> That's it, period. And where do they call you? You don't pick up your phone 90% of the time. Yeah, here, but I'm just saying Yes, he never picks up his phone 90% of the time. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. Oh, well, I turn it. I could call 10 times and take an abacus and slide it. Picked up, didn't pick up. I turn my cell phone. Didn't pick up. An abacus is for calculating. That's what I'm talking about. That's calculating. Calculating is counting. I turn my cell phone on quarter to six, six o'clock in the morning. I turn it off at 3.30, and then if people want to get a hold of me, they call my home phone. What are you trying Otherwise, to, don't call me. What are you trying to save on batteries or something? I don't want it ringing in the middle extra. of the night. I don't want it ringing while I'm sleeping. <laughs> Four o'clock in the afternoon is the middle of the night? No, I mean, if I leave it on. You run sleep three at that time? If I leave it on. No, I mean, I, I don't. 
I don't need to hear any other. I, I people, you got my home. You have my home phone <laughs> He's number. Knocking his mic you everywhere. He's call, so flustered. You can call my home. Did you ever? Did you ever put my I'll home send number smoke in your signals phone? And have as much hey, luck. Did you ever put my home number in your phone? Did you ever do that? <laughs> yes, no, I did. The, the home number? Yes, I did. You do. I, I put contacts. Homo number. Oh. I'm going to a break. I'm going to go have a half a smoke. <laughs> and then I'm going to watch the birds picking worms out there in the grass. Hey, hopefully one crap's in your head. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> To the top of the world, this is the Midwestern Shooters Supply, Cutting Edge Outdoor, 799-1250, Fishing and, Report, give us a call. And the, and, and, and the rails are coming off <clears throat> this crazy train this morning, but we have Tex on the line. We do. Yep. Good morning, Tex. Good morning, boys. I hope you're having a better week than me. What Why? happened, Tex? What's your problem? Well, you guys ready to play the horn swoggle? It's your turn. Okay. okay. Shoot. All right, hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? You know you're having a bad week when you buy your wife a moped, she crashes it and breaks her knee, and you get out of the big truck and you get in the little truck and realize you left the sunroof open and that big storm come through last night. On, on three? That's a no hornswoggle. No hornswoggle, no horn man. Yeah, darn right. That's a, that's, a, that's a tough week you got going there. So uh, how's the truck? <laughs> well, the seat is a little wet, and so is my butt. <laughs> okay. Well, I had a convertible Dodge Dakota, 1989, bought a brand new, beautiful truck. Pouring rain, I'm up watching TV in my apartment, and I realized, son of a gun, I left the top down. Took weeks. To... Yeah. Oh, that's See, sucked. Danny asked you about the truck. I was going to ask you, how's your wife doing? Well, I asked about <laughs> Shell Heel. Shell Heel. Well, he's a single family landlord, so he yeah. doesn't know how to ask. Right, yeah. right. And single. So, so right. Uh, what, was she in a cast or something? No, they actually they do Velcro now, everything. It's yeah. Like, so Velcro and duct taper? Mobilized with the Velcro. Yeah. So, so how long is she going to be out of action? Well, I think she's going to start. They want them to start bending it uh, pretty quick, like within two weeks. Wow. So, so what do you mean action, so Tom? You, what do you see? Never like, mind. What do you mean? What get, define get, action, Tom? Get your What's, mind out of the gutter. No, I'm not talking about that, Tex. Yeah. I uh, mean, like mowing the lawn. Now, uh, now like, uh, so why did you buy her a moped? Well, now that uh, the fourth kid is uh, of legal driving age, now I got six drivers in the family and only four cars. Some somebody's going to have to drive something. So. So, so your wife drew the short straw and she got a moped. <laughs> Actually, I love driving it too. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, I Don't suppose it. Over. Yeah. I suppose it's easy on gas. Yeah, hundred miles a gallon can't beat that. Wow. How much does a new moped cost, Tex? Uh, well, the 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 cheap ones are seven hundred, but the, the good ones are about fourteen. Fourteen hundred? Really? That's yeah. all. Tom, yeah. I could get a moped. 
Drive it to the radio station. (laughs) I tell you what, they really are a blast. It's not a bad idea to tool around town on a moped. Um, yeah. No, people. Yeah, you, know, you, you just can't go over thirty-five miles. An you got to be confident in your masculinity, but yeah. Right. Well, you don't even need a driver's license if it's under fifty cc. So that's really cool. so all the kids can drive it. Yeah, so you can go about thirty-five miles an hour on it. And you don't need a driver's license if it's under fifty cc's. Uh, motorcycle license. Um, you don't need a motorcycle license. Uh, okay, right. But you got to have a regular driver's license. Oh, okay. 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 So you can't just. Oh, we uh, got that figured out. We got that, which yeah. is good. <laughs> which is nice. I think you both got driver's license. How about getting her a, like a taking it away yet, right? Instead of a moped, get her like a pedal bike next time. <laughs> well, actually, she does have one of those, but I thought we're getting a little old here, and that's like exercise. Hey, what have you heard? Uh, did you hear anything about the big uh, walleye tournament, Merck Nationals, up there on Winnebago? Yeah, I think uh, some guys out of El Dorado won it. Some local guys, so that's kind of nice to see that you know yeah. the local guys and yeah, did, tournaments. Did, I've seen a couple of tournament bass boats uh, up this way this morning. Yeah, so there did, must be uh, something going on in Winnebago today. Yeah. Did you hear about a total weight for the walleye tournament? No, no, I me neither. I should look it up and maybe I'll do that during the break. I'll look it up and find out what the total weight was, what the biggest fish was. You know, have you been fishing well, you much? Know, Tom, you got to get your month, your weekly uh, computer experience in there. So. Yeah, yeah. That. Actually, actually, text every every morning, Monday through Friday. Every morning except Saturday morning, the first thing I do after I wake up, do my toiletries and all that, make coffee. I go onto my computer. I check the Cutting Edge Outdoors website. I check my website, and then oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, every every morning I check right it. after his toiletries. Yep. And, and coffee. I get the That's coffee good. going. Thanks yeah. for sharing, Tom. Yeah. yeah. So he does it every day at least. Yeah. Every every day except Saturday. Showers every other day. Yeah. Every yeah. day except hey, Saturday. Hey, hmm? Tom, let me ask. Did you ever make it up to Winnebago? Did you ever get out? Well, with no, your boy, cause, or no, because because of the Merck. No, because we were gonna go up there, but then I found out that that's when the Merck Nationals were in Walleye Weekend, and I said I ain't going nowhere near near that place. You know how many boats were in that tournament? Too many. Three hundred. Three hundred boats were in that tournament. Yeah, that's hey, crazy. I'll, I'll tell you a funny story. We we did that where uh, fishing with no boundaries, where you take uh, yeah. handy challenge people out fishing, and mm-hmm. we did that at uh, uh, Menominee Park one time. In the first year that they did it, we they says, "Oh yeah, yeah, it's free parking. Don't worry about. It. We'll take care of it." Every one of us got a ticket for parking in the parking lot without a sticker on the car. You're kidding! But I thought, well, ain't that sweet? What a bunch of rotten eggs. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, yeah. hey, uh, Bushy. Next time you uh, head up to Green Bay, or you need someone to fish with you, can you uh, can I stay online? You get me your phone number. And- yeah, that yeah, that'd be fine. I'll have yeah. uh, but give uh, your phone number to yeah, Jam. give it yeah. to Jam. Yeah. I'll, I'll get we'll it. Put to you, I'll get it to you. Off put the your air. number. Put your number down there, and uh, okay. yeah. Hey, you know you're talking about your fish cleaner there, uh, your Skinner. The Townsend. Have you ever yeah. seen Ted Takasaki? His gets it. Yeah, or, they got an uh, electric one. Skins it? Yeah. yeah they got an electric. That is? That's over 100 bucks. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, I can skin a fish just as fast as that thing. Well, maybe not. Yeah. Tom's cheaper on lo- than 100 no, bucks. On long fish, on long fish, that thing goes pretty quick. But generally, on, on most fish, yeah, I, you know, it doesn't take that long to skin a fish. My God, it's easy, you know? Yeah, I was like, who's going to pay that much money? Only the rich pay for that. Tex, kind of stuff. have you been out on Winnebago <laughs> at all yourself lately? Uh, 
I think uh, last Monday I went out and I was up on the north end by the golf course, and all I all I was running into was a school of white bass. Yeah. I, I didn't get any walleye that day, and I I moved on started out on the reefs, and they had been doing good on the reefs, but I think they're pretty much out. Do you yeah. do you ever try trolling for them? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, hey. it's definitely a trolling bite now. Hey, real quick before we go, uh, what what is your take on the DNR thinking about lowering the bag limit on Winnebago to three fish, three walleyes? Well, for somebody that's got six in his family, that that's hard for me to to want to go out. I'm a meat eater, so yeah. it's hard for me to want to go out there and fish, you know, for that. But I I do agree that there should be. Uh, where there's only one fish over a certain size limit that you keep it five, but there's only a certain size limit. Yeah. Like you can uh, keep five fish. fish yeah. and then only one, one big fish. Yeah. And then, uh, and then they limit the number of tournaments would help immensely. Because yeah. I, we used to take all that food with a, uh, with that fishing with no boundaries and, and the dead fish from these tournaments and feed them to the, you know, the, all kinds of handicapped people, yeah. and there's just too many fish that get killed in these tournaments because you're flying 70 miles an hour in a in a boat. You know what that does to the fish. Yeah, no that's they're, they're in that water. live well. They're in that live well, rocking and rolling. Hey, we got to uh, run. Huh? Okay, bye. All right. All right, Tex. Uh, uh, Jazz don't will take that off the air. I, yeah. I don't know if I'll be up there this year yet stay or not, but uh, we'll take your number down there, buddy. Yeah, stay yeah, on hold. Ice fishing too, whatever. So. All, All right. right. Thanks, care, Tex. Bud. All right, and with that, we got to go to a break. We'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors with Danny Bush, me, Tommy DeTrue Neubauer, and Jazz as the producer. She ain't exactly pretty. She ain't exactly small. 4 2 3 9 56. You can say she got it all. I'm rocking here. I, I threw my pen up in the air and on the floor. Did you, did you try, like, being one of them drummers that flips their uh, drumstick yep. up and it catches it? But Except I missed my pen. And I only had one. You didn't catch it. Was it was drummers. <laughs> you know, as a kid, I wish I'd learned to play the drums as a kid. Yeah. I think there'd be no greater job than be a drummer in a rock and roll yeah. band, man. Would you have some you know, fun? You, you, know know what I, you know what I always threatened my uh, oldest son with? What's that? I said, if you ever have kids, I'm buying them drums. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, know how, you know how certain songs bring back certain memories of times and places? Yeah. Every yeah. time I hear this song, one time I was driving in my 76 Trans Am behind my buddy uh, Jerry Watts. Watt, Watts. What it, uh, whatever it was, Jerry. My old buddy Jerry's. Um, and he had. <laughs> Watka. And uh, he had a. Uh, you know, I'm getting forgetful like you, Tom. And I had a lot of concussions in high school football, so I got an excuse. Um, anyway, he had a 74 Corvette, and I'm driving down the street, and they, this t- tune started cranking, and I'm looking in front of me, and there's Jerry at the stoplight, and he's just, his whole body's moving as he's jamming in his Corvette. Mm-hmm. And I got out later, I said, uh, were you listening to uh, ACDC there? And he says, yeah. He was tuned to the same station, so he was, he was jamming and rocking out to whole lot of Rosie. Whole lot of Rosie. Can't beat ACDC. I should have went and saw them in concert years ago. Dang, I missed. missed you know up. what? I I feel I feel generous today. What are you gonna? I'm gonna give, give away something away. A ten dollar gift card to Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages. 
<laughs> Bucky's fine meats and sausages. So think of it: you're going to get a sausage from a sausage. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get <laughs> from a, sausages. I I'm, I'm looking it up right now. No, you're not really a sausage. Yeah, Tom. give me a give you're us a, a call. Kind-hearted guy. Give us a call at 799-1250. I'm going to ask you a real easy question. I'm going to give you uh, some leeway so because I want you to win this $10 gift certificate to Bucky's. So while, 799-1250. While the lines this are ringing, easy. to get them in the mood to be hungry for sausages, mm-hmm. here it is. Squirrel brains are a southern delicacy, so much so that more than a few old school hunters detest the idea of headshots in rimfire hollow points. Really? At, here it tells how. After skinning and quartering your limit of squirrels, which me being an expert, I always get my limit of squirrels, simply cut off the heads, pluck out the eyeballs, <laughs> and fry the skulls whole in a skillet. What kind of cult is this? When they're done, you can pop the skull open with the fork. Yeah, just pop that old skull open and scoop out the pecan size brain. Like most other brains, it's white and mild. For all you brain eaters out there, it's common fact. It's white and mild. Tastes just like chicken. Most folks eat them for breakfast with scrambled eggs and toast. So you hear that, Tom? I'm going to have squirrel brains yeah. for breakfast with scrambled eggs and toast. But here's the but, Tom. You want to hear the but part? Sure. Okay. Here's the caveat. Uh, the New York Times once published a news report linking the consumption of fried squirrel's brains to Kreutzfeldt Jacob disease. Oh, my goodness. Which, similar to mad cow, makes people yeah. go crazy. Oh, boy. Actually, as you know, they're kind of like Donald Trump that way. They make people go crazy. The original <laughs> research was supported by some, by some, you don't need to eat squirrel brains, was supported by some compelling cases, but further studies showed the link to be unlikely. Uh, but, yeah. Eating, uh, yeah, fried squirrel brains. It's not a good idea. Maybe you're better. Maybe they're better poached, Tom. Maybe that's safer. Maybe. Baked. All right, we got a caller to maybe win this gift certificate. That'd be great. Who we got? Oh, do you know who we have? So we're not doing the speed round. We're no. Calls I want to ask the caller. All right, well, what's your name, caller? He already hung up. Jazz, thanks uh, a lot. Oh, here. Thanks a lot, Jazz. Here. Well, he you guys seven nine nine screw up over there. Yeah. I'll continue with my squirrel report. Go okay, ahead. they talked about people going crazy mm-hmm. uh, because it says this. The original research, research was supported by some compelling cases, but further studies showed the link to be unlikely. It was dismissed by most of the ardent squirrel brain eaters. Far more people, they say, have been driven crazy by living in New York City. Yeah, I that could see that. Sense. New York, Chicago, L.A., a lot of those places, you know. Once again, so. the New York Times and some fake news linking fried squirrel brains to a, a disease. Yeah. All right. Now now we're going to go uh, and we ask, a, a, ask a question. And, uh, and I'm going to give some leeway because I really do want to give away this $10 Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages gift certificate. I got to get out to Bucky's. Yeah. I'm going this week, as a matter of fact. Really? This coming week, what are you I got to go. Uh, jerky. Jerky and uh, bacon cheddar beef sticks. Or are they beef sticks or pork sticks? Whatever they are, the bacon and cheddar ones. And I got to get the jerky. And I if you ever shoot geese or ducks out. or anything, anything go anything. out there and get some sticks made. Just don't use squirrel brains for the sticks. Yeah, you All might right. get uh, Jacob's Crate Sight. Uh, Who do we got? Ross Scott McGonigal, you're on the fan. Okay, hey, Scott, you, you got a pen there, Jazz, to write this stuff down? 
Nope. Nope. What, what happened to my pen? Here. here. Oh, here. Gave it back here, to you. Here. No, I'm, no I, I put it someplace else. Very, All right. Very who, well prepared. I forgot. Who, who do we got? Scott from McGonagall. <laughs> you're on the fan. Hi, Scott. Hi there. Hey, you know where Bucky's is? I sure do. Oh, good. All right. Uh, earlier, Bushy was saying about how, you know, there's a lot of seven-inch pumpkin seeds out at uh, Pewaukee Lake. The state rec- You know what the state record pumpkin seed is? Now, wait a minute. I'm going to give you a four-ounce leeway, okay? If you come within four ounces of the state record pumpkin seed, you know what it is? Oh, I don't know, but I'm going to... Give a guess. About one pound and 13 ounces. Oh, that was too high. But thank you for calling. All right, we'll go to the next one. What's with Dennis these? and Franklin, you're on the fan. Hey, Easy Dennis. questions, Mike. Oh, yeah, well, this is a four-ounce leeway. That's no leeway. A pumpkin seed is a Give small fish. eight-ounce leeway. Okay, Dennis, what do you think that pumpkin seed state record is? Let's go one pound. You're Okay, we're, you're, you are a winner. Because it is one pound two ounces. One pound two ounces. Yeah. Oh. And the biggest. Did, have you ever oh, caught pumpkin seeds? Information here in just a second. Hank, thank you. Yep. Yeah. Any big ones? Uh, no. Never no. been lucky enough. No. I uh, yeah, number of years ago out at Eagle Springs Lake, I caught one that was fifteen ounces. You were all, close to a record, all, all Tom. Almost. It was close. It was close. It was, it was a big one. Did you weigh it on your uh, on a on a, a Berkeley uh, Berkeley di- digital di- scale? Digital, digital scale. Wow! And uh, it was ten and a half inches long. Wow! It was a darn. What's the nice world record pumpkin seed? World? I don't know. I'd have to look that up. But anyway, we're going to take well, a that's break. What you got? The you, book right in front okay, of you. I'll get to that after the break. Uh, Dennis, stay on hold, okay? I'm going to get. We're going to get your name and address, and I'm going to mail you that ten dollar gift certificate, okay? Thanks, guys. Great show. You, All thank right. you. Thanks, okay, man. Okay, bye now. Dennis was not a talkative person, was he? He was a man of few words. You know, Tom, not anybody, not everybody has well, diarrhea of the mouth that's like why, us. Hey, that's why we're on the radio. That's why we're here talking and they're out there listening. Yeah, okay. All right. Okay, Jazz, take us away. This is the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors with Danny Bush and me, Tommy the True Newbauer. Stay tuned for more. It's the final countdown. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. Tom, I got it, Danny. You what do you asked, got? You asked me a question before the break. I looked it up. All right. The world record sunfish. You want to take Let a guess? Let me guess. Okay, just plain sunfish? No, I'm sorry. Pumpkin, pumpkin seed. seed. Pumpkin seed. World record pumpkin uh, seed. I'm going to guess three pounds, two ounces. Yeah, not bad guess. Not uh, bad it guess. was ca- caught in South Carolina. Uh Two pounds, four ounces. Yeah, I guess that, and that, was, there, that then, was a bad guess. Then there. there's another one, two pounds, three ounces uh, from South Carolina. <laughs> they must grow big ones down there. Who we do you got, got Jazz? Color there. I got Jessica over in McGuanago. She's got a question for you. Uh, Jessica, you're on the fan. Hi, Jessica. How you doing today? Hello? You ever turned on? I have. That's why. There we go. Okay. Uh, Jess, you there? Are you there? Sorry about that. Sorry. Yeah, sorry about that. Jazz had a lot of concussions. So what, what's on your mind today? Um, so I am trying to find a fishing reel for my husband right now, and my son-in-law, or my son-in-law, my stepson and I don't know what to look for. Uh, you know, I, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. that That is a very personal thing to an angler. Is your husband an angler? 
No, we just do regular family fishing. But, you know, that's kind of a... Uh, I don't... Uh, what kind of fishing reel does he have now? Does he have anything? No, we don't know. What we're what I'm wondering is, do the bearings matter? Would an eight bearing matter? Yeah, that's like that's good. More bearings are better. Okay. Yes. Uh, I guess. I, I guess if 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 I mean you can buy a cheap combo rod and reel for twenty five dollars, but or yeah. you can get a decent one for seventy dollars or thirty five dollars. What yeah. kind of what do you, what do you fish for mostly? Is it just like Dunking worms and bobbers, walleye, bobber, yeah, bobbers and worms. Okay. Wheels, what what usually... what part of town do you live in? Um, we usually go to like the Chain of Lakes or Phantom Lake. No, I mean, are, are you around Hales Corners somewhere? Yeah, we're right outside the outskirts of that. Okay, I'll tell you what. I'm going to be at Sherpers in Hales Corners. You know where that is? Yes. I'm going to be there this morning from nine to one. You stop in, ask for Tom, and I will show you a perfect rod and reel. Tom runs the fishing department, so awesome, you'd Tom. be able to see some different. All right, and I, I will take care of you personally, okay? Okay, and I'd like to say happy Father's Day to my father-in-law, Randy, who I know is listening right now. All right. Hey, that's, cool. That's nice, Jessica. That's good. All right. Is that... Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you. Okay. Bye now. Right. And, and I want to say uh, I had uh, Les fishing with me yesterday. It was his 50th wedding anniversary. Yeah. Happy Father's Day to Les yeah. who fished. And we had a good time out there at his uh, daughter, Krista, and we yeah. saw some muskies. So yeah. we had a great time out there. So, yeah, happy Father's Day to him. Happy Father's Day to all the wonderful fathers mm-hmm. out there. My father has passed away, but uh, we had a lot yeah, of good times. Too. I yeah. used to take him Father's Day weekend to mm-hmm. Shano Lake and Bluegill Fish or mm-hmm. just do something with your dad. And, uh, yeah. You know, you just reminded me of something. You know, we have uh, some of the kids are coming over today, you know, cooking brats on the grill and doing whatever. And uh, m- a number of years ago, back in the late 80s, early 90s, late 80s, I think it was early 90s, I did a Father's Day show, you know, in outdoor Wisconsin. I did a show with my dad and my two... Oh, this has got to be longer than that ago. Might be 30 years ago. You're dating yourself. Yeah, it might be a really long. Because the two boys, uh, the one boy was maybe 10, 11, 12 years old, and the other one was maybe eight. You know, there's a four-year difference between the two older ones. Anyway, and uh, but had my dad in the boat, and it was a Father's Day special, you know, and he was in the boat catching some bluegills with us and whatever, and, uh, you, you know, you just made me think of it. Uh, you know, I've got all the uh, the majority of those old outdoor Wisconsin shows I did. I'm going to pull that one out, and I'm going to play it today. Yeah, I'm going to play it on really? uh, put it on the TV so That'll that the boys can cool. see it. Yeah, yeah. You know, on Father's Day, see their old grandpa, you know, who passed away, you know, a number of years back, yeah. you know. And so that'll be nice. Yeah. Pete Mayna used to take his yeah. dad, Tex, out yeah. fishing, did some Gillespie. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He still I've does. Seen, yeah. <laughs> he still, still does. Uh, yeah. And John Gillespie always says to Tex whenever Tex is reeling in a fish, come on, hurry up. It's only a half-hour show. <laughs> and Tex, poor Tex, he, he likes fighting the fish. He doesn't hurry up and wing him in. You know, he takes his time, reels him in, fights him. You know, he yeah. enjoys that. <laughs> yeah, you got to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. Anyway, and I must admit those crappies looked a lot bigger last night than they did when I was cleaning them. You know what? They always look bigger when you're catching them, because you'll always have a couple mixed in there, Tom. They're like, "Did I, I really? We kept this one?" <laughs> yeah, I know. You go look at it. Oh, geez, maybe I shouldn't have. But oh well, I got fillets off the of crappie them. Crappy so. dinner. 
Delicious, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, we're def- definitely going to have that. You know, all the walleyes I caught up in Door County, mm-hmm. I caught this spring in April, I ended up giving them all away to different people. Did you people. really? And you gave me one and my Chris son, Chris Did one? I give you some? You gave me and Chris each one, yeah. Remember, we came over and you, they were in your oh, live yeah. well on ice. And oh, yeah, that's right. I gave you. Yeah, those up. were nice walleyes. Oh, yes, they were. Those are dandies. Dandies. And, and, and you know, I my brother am- filleted a bunch, so yeah. I gave some of those fillets. You know what I was amazed at? He, they were about 22, 23 inches long, but they were so fat. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were thick across the back. Those those Green Bay walleyes are thick. They grow them big up there, they my sure friend. They do. That and the uh, interesting thing, the smallmouth bass in the Bay of Green Bay are actually thicker than, like, Chiquamagan Bay. Yeah, uh, yeah, Chiquan- they are. For, so length versus weight, you get more bang for your buck on the Bay of Green Bay fish Yep. Um, than you do those Chiquamican Bay. And actually, some of the ones, some of the Lake Michigan ones that you catch uh, over there in the Mink River, they didn't quite have the shoulders. No. I caught a 19-inch there that wasn't near as heavy as... A 19 inch that so I So you caught. think it's the the ones out There's in the genetic. out in the bay part are bigger? I think I think I think they get chunkier. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if they're feeding now. It's per, pure observation from a schlepprock in a boat pulling in fish. I'm not a biologist, but they just seem to be heavier. Has to probably be something to do with their diet. Uh, I, I was reading or heard something from the DNR that said that up in the Bay of Green Bay there are some different. Slight variances in the genetics and species of the smallmouth that that some grow deeper, bigger, whatever, and some that don't, well, like, I, just like you were saying. Well, I was telling you that when we bumped into the biologists that were doing the netting in Raleigh's Bay, yeah. that they said there's... Yeah, that's that, where there's, I heard it. Yeah, there's <laughs> from two, you. from me, there's two distinct strains. Yeah. There's the bay, and then there's the Lake Michigan yeah, slash, yeah. I think they even said Washington Island strain that are yeah. kind of a different, and they try to keep... They don't want bass tournaments held where they're getting mm-hmm. a mixed. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You know what I think we should do, Danny? We should run a, a bass tournament. You know where we should run it at? Uh, Pewaukee Lake. North Lake. We'll run a big bass tournament on North Lake. 24 now, hour. Uh, my buddy Mark Horton. <laughs> my buddy Mark Horton actually prefers that they don't have a big boat launch. He likes to do the small boat thing and get in there well, and do it the rustic way and get in with a small Mike, boat. Yeah, Mike, if you're listening, too bad. We need a regular boat launch for big Mark. boats. Mark, oh, Mark, Mark, too bad. We need well, a bigger boat launch. We need, a, we need something where we can put real boats in that lake. Tom, say goodbye to John over here. Goodbye, John. It's Joe. <laughs> I don't want to, I was just doing See, what I you told said. you. I he knew. screws up names. I, I got him. He I fell knew, into it. I knew his name was Joe Brown. I knew that, but I was just playing along. That's all I got, Danny. I'm, what's, not, what's I'm G- not talking anymore. What's G's trying to sing, signal us over here? I mean, Jazz. I guess. Well, <laughs> to all the listeners, thanks for got. listening. And God bless and stay free, everyone. You've been listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. Happy Father's Day weekend. Talk to you all next week, my friends.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.